What's up, everyone? My name is Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build the Empire Podcast. Frank G, tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. Another beautiful day, sunny in New York. We are chilling. It is currently April 26th. Please subscribe, follow, comment, engage with us so we know what the hell to talk about in future episodes. Plus, we thank you, Frank G. Pretty awesome news. Ready? Let's hear it. What do we got? Last episode, we reached five different countries. That's uh, that's a milestone in one episode. Five countries, our voices traveling the broadcasts. Do you think uh, hopping on a guest podcast in the UK kind of potentially did that? That is what I was thinking, at least for for two or three of them. Shout out France. We know you're you're a good listener. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think that was part of it. Uh, shout out to that team over there. They actually, uh, in their video, had me call out the future, and then the future happened, and they were they 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 created that content pretty nicely. Um, also, over the week, Frank G, who's my favorite role model or my number one role model, the person who I look up to most? Well, it's. One of two people. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say Rob Diadek. Who, who is the other? Well, the other one, I guess, more would be basketball. So I was gonna leave LeBron James out. Very controversial topic to bring up LeBron James. Very controversial. How dare you? <clears throat> Fortunately, we're on a free forum here. Controversial in uh, in what sense for you? Yeah. Well, none for me because I still stand with LeBron. Still a LeBron fan. People actually not like me because I say that. If you're on the side, quote unquote, uh, of police enforcement and whatnot, and I, LeBron, he's he gets pretty vocal. He gets pretty political. Uh, it's unnecessary at times. However, even what he did last week, he essentially apologized for it. However, that side of the community, they still just get pissed. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense if you're on. So yeah, it makes sense to just do what you want it, like you know, do your your job. But also, if you have a platform like this, obviously you're going to want to communicate your voice. Ooh, well, that's very dangerous because his platform is so large that he can evoke violence yeah. or it helped manipulate the the election. He, he, in some way, he did, which I don't even blame him for it because he was getting personally attacked, which is funny in its own right. Because again, he's just a basketball player. Just goes to show you. Uh, if you have a platform, if you have followers, you could be the next Jake Paul. Yeah, man. Is ESPN keeps promoting Jake Paul, and you know, I tell you, seeing his face sometimes frustrates me. Good for him for winning and you know doing what he's got to do, but he's showing us how to play the the bad guy. Jake Paul is the absolute man. I am a fan, just like I'm a fan of LeBron James. I tell you, some people, if you're listening from Staten Island, you probably do not like my takes right now, but. To kind of go back to my first point, you are correct in that it is Rob Dyrdek. Do you know what Rob Dyrdek did over the week? Not particularly. He created a podcast called Build with Rob. (laughs) Build with Rob. I'm telling you, I'm always on to something. It seems like our name is quite similar to his name. Yeah, well, because you could replace Rob with Empire because he's already got one. He sure does, and essentially that is what his podcast is about, where he uh, discusses 
his uh, Deerdick Machine Corp, which uh, uses science and uh, creativity to create brands, which essentially is what legacy is, which I guess that makes sense why Rob Deerdick is my number one go-to. Yeah, I mean, he's a fan favorite as well. Every, I mean, he's a funny guy. He, he, I don't think so. He's out the limelight. You ask an 18-year-old who Rob Deerdick is, they have no idea. Well, that's because we, when we were 18, we grew up with him. So now he, now we're experiencing his next steps. I mean, that's like Kobe Bryant. I mean, obviously he was super relevant, but he was going to be a businessman after the NBA. They are not even at the same stature. I think there's only a 10 year window of our generation who know who Rob Diedek is. Well, in that sense, yeah, because it's one's a sport and one's entertainment. But, uh, I mean, Rob Diedek's like 40-something now. He's getting up there. Not, he's, he's not probably old. older. He, he, he no, I think, he's, I think he's like mid-40s, yeah. I don't know. He sure has a very young wife. He's got a, a young lifestyle. I mean, he still still seems like he's having a great time. And he's just good at, like, everything he does. Well, he's polarizing. Um and I think anyone who has a mentality where they can penetrate any type of market, they can accomplish it. It's just commitment, dedication, consistency. All the nuance bullshit that we consistently say is, I believe, the game. I mean, this is the game. Build Your Empire is a consistent weekly story of what we're doing in the current moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's hopefully uh, enough of what people want to see. I mean, we, we want to explain our journey with you guys. I mean, Rob Dierdek, I'm surprised he hasn't created a podcast already because he's, he's normally ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would imagine it takes it takes time to dedicate yourself to create a podcast that you are on. So if you have multiple ventures and creating brands and in and out of meetings, I mean, to dedicate an hour, two hours per week probably is still difficult for uh, your schedule. Um, Something I didn't listen to his podcast because I don't have any platforms that we are on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I did listen to a snippet and it's actually funny. I heard him in an interview years and years ago state that he measures his his mental state and how he measures his mental state is he has a spreadsheet of like how he feels physically mentally and and like his ambition that's and great and he rates it one through ten seven days a week he's every day mind- yeah, he's being mindful of his emotions that could play into whatever factors well what's more interesting is you know people don't change he said the same thing the other day so now, like I've heard this twice within seven years, people that change. Well, I'm saying people don't change as in, you know, you are who you are. So if you're writing a journal now, you're probably writing a journal in 10 years. You see what I'm saying? And like this uh, in their interests, you're saying. Or or what they do, how they operate. Matthew McConaughey, been he's been writing a journal his whole life. So he's going to continue to write a journal. So if Rob Diddick was measuring his behavior patterns and mental patterns he's going to continue to do it most likely five years later 
Well, I think if some if someone looks at Rob Deerdeck and they see that he's doing this and they think it's a great idea, they would do that as well. I mean, it is a great idea. It certainly takes time out of and you that gotta, takes a lot of time, which isn't you, even the point. Well, it's just crazy real, he does it. You gotta be real with yourself as well. <clears throat> a lot of people well, probably I I don't know how emotionally literate, you know, a lot of people are. I would say when it comes to EQ, emotional intelligence, being able to read people. Also, let's name it. Can you name 30 emotions? Like it's, it's like, it's like a subject not really spoken about. What are you talking about? Like to explain how you're feeling, to know the difference between like sympathy and empathy or like guilt and shame. I don't think you're measuring that when you're measuring your day-to-day emotion unless you felt it i would imagine you're measuring it like a doctor's office one through ten of a a frown to a smiley face on how how good you're feeling so if you're feeling guilty maybe that typical eight will go down to a six but i don't think well it's it's just it's not in there yeah yeah but obviously all they all of them play a factor sure if you're, I mean, I think it's well, just you, being mindful of every emotion you're feeling. Fucking guy made me lose my goddamn point. Fucking talking about fucking various emotions. We know there's various emotions. Uh, who's, well, if you forgot about it, I mean, maybe it wasn't that important. Yeah. Now you're making me feel guilty for not, not, not remembering. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> important. Maybe it was. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, Find things to talk about for another 15, 20 minutes here. Well, we went down a, a, a rabbit hole of emotions because we said Rob Deerdeck is rating one through 10 his emotions and why that's so great and why that's so interesting. Well, that was just a side note that that is a fucking very goddamn interesting point. But I mean, right now, how would you rate yourself one through 10 physically, emotionally, and then ambitiously? Well, to be honest, I'd say pretty high on all three. So one, I felt I went to the gym, felt uh, good. So I'd give that like a nine. I actually, so the reason I guess I'm bringing this up is I've, I've read on emotions today and uh, I yeah, feel I see that. pretty good. Talking very complex emotions when that wasn't <clears> the, the, the theory behind, I guess, Rob's theory, but who knows? I'd put an eight on my emotional wellness and... An 8.5 in my ambition. Did you think of Dave Portnoy in the rookie score when you said the 0.5? Yeah, I, just ah. couldn't, I couldn't get, I couldn't get, I felt like I had to be given, like, there had to be some meaning, like some realness Fucking to this. Loser. <laughs> um, I, I guess that's good. I guess that's good. I feel like you'd say the same numbers if I ask you the same thing over the course of two weeks, which really doesn't indicate much. I guess we got to make your, your points go a little higher. Well, I mean, there's definitely days where you're unmotivated for the gym. I would think your physical wellness feels down then. And obviously things come into play with emotional things, but you know. I don't all- know. My biggest theory with emotions are that they're all temporary. And if you can understand that fundamental concept 
you can never be too high and you can never be too down. Yeah, and it certainly matters about how you ha- yeah, so it matters about how you cope and handle. If you're not coping right, then it certainly could be a downhill downward spiral. Oh, that's why I said earlier, IQ, IQ. I think majority of people are delusional when it comes to their EQ. 100%. That would, went back to me saying that it's not a discussed topic and it's not a, a lot of people may not have a lot of emotional mindfulness. So I was talking to a colleague about this similar situation and I was telling him why I rub people off in a way where they think I'm an asshole. And you know what I mean when I say that. Mm. And I was trying to tell him who he's very self-aware and that's what we're discussing about, right? Is how self, how self-aware are you in the scenario and situations to, to judge and depict the, the emotional intelligence of you and others. And I was trying to explain to him, I think that dickish feeling that people that I rub off is I guess I read the EQ. I almost think I'm above the EQ since the variable can't comprehend the EQ of the situation, which then makes me ignore it, which makes me look like a jerk off. Does that make sense? I mean, your perspective and what you just explained makes sense. Um, But everybody has, I mean, everybody has their own experiences and what shapes them about how they take things. So like, that's why you ask someone one, like you ask 30 people, one question about an emotional situation, you probably get 30 different answers. So like, not everyone's going to, but it's not an emotional situation. It's let's say you discussing politics with someone, you understanding that they're not comprehending your side or even giving you time of day. Therefore you check out of the conversation. You look more like a jerk off because it's a passive aggressive approach, but you're just disregarding whoever you're speaking with because you know there's no conversation there that's an eq type of scenario well i'm you, yeah but if you if there's a chance for you to communicate with that that with them wouldn't that be better not if you believe they're too stubborn or ignorant or uh they can't empathize. They can't listen to your opinions in a, in an appropriate way. That's like narcissistic thinking though. That's like my way or the highway. Which is also delusional, but this is what, this is, uh, uh, I mean, this happens every single day. I mean, the same person who thinks their music is absolutely awesome when it's not great or even the podcast right if we went around saying we have the best goddamn podcast in the world we are straight up delusional yeah well we're we're being real we're not telling everybody that but we do want you to listen that we do and maybe one day we will be great but i don't know i I, people don't have that perspective or the perception and they look silly (laughs) well yeah yeah absolutely i agree um if it gets argumentative, I'm not talking to you. I don't know. I don't, let's not all be passive aggressive about it, but I think uh, people. Well, if you just said if it get argumentative and you're not talking to them, that's slightly passive aggressive. Well, I'm not going to ta- just turn the shoulder and be like, peace. I may be like. You the gotta- conversation's over. There's nothing more to talk about. If I can't, if we can't discuss this appropriately, then I have to move on. You're not getting, you're not getting it. Yeah. Well, I guess it's now up to us or you to dis- explain that to them politely 
or vulnerably. So they're not thinking you're a dick. I get what you're saying, but then that, that probably wouldn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) No, two, 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 uh, two uh, communications of coming from understanding would not go well. You're just not getting what I'm saying, and I think your EQ is a little low here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, figured, I figured that's what you were getting at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't understand the context you initially were, were trying to make, but I got it. I got it. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, well, that's man. essentially why we don't – I mean, it is only you and I, but essentially we don't discuss politics on here. Because there are people who just get too uptight about their opinions. I don't discuss politics typically at all because there's no reason to. Because there, there's no perspective on whoever you're arguing. And also, at the end of the day, you don't know nothing. You're not in the office. You're not a fly on the wall. You don't understand how things operate. You don't know what's being told, what's good, what's bad. Now, you can have opinions on like what LeBron James did. That makes sense. Do you know what LeBron James did? Are we talking about the shooting and his opinion on? Yeah, and the tweet. Yes. Now, that is a different conversation. I don't think that's political. That is opinionated on on actions that someone's taken that is visible that you can comment on, but you can't, I mean, to comment on whether or not the vaccine is healthy or not is irresponsible on the the person having the conversation, unless you're some high-end scientists. Uh, Yeah. Well, that's because even probably the high-end scientists are unsure, but regardless, I mean, LeBron James, I mean, it's still political in a way. Everything is kind of politics and certainly dealing with like the a police force and, you know, all the movements, but he's an advocate for these things. So it's expected. We expect LeBron James to be vocal about it. I mean, I'm not mad at him. Well, he did it even when he fucked up, he fixed it. And isn't this what we all want? We all want a goddamn platform. Every single person, at least listening I would hope, is trying to figure out how to build and create a platform. Because what that platform gives you speech, it also gives you opportunity. Yeah, 100%. And this is the, the age of technology. So this is why Rob Diedek furthered his platform and created a podcast. Build with Rob. Who knows? First One episode, Ed? Yeah, yeah, he's a guest or he's he's is he a duo or he's solo? That's a good question. It seems like he's solo. Seems like he's solo. Uh, but then again, he was talking to someone. I'm not sure. Normally, in those situations, uh, if you're gonna pull like a, you normally have someone sitting on a couch. That's mm-hmm. like your, like in the in the old days, you had late night talk shows. You always had someone on the couch to bounce off with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess like Joe Rogan, he's always got people on the show. Well, that's different. In well, fact, it was funny because when we when we were on the other when we were on the other show, you know, they made it a such a big spectacle that they're going seasonal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like happy that they were hyped, but I'm like, eh, this doesn't make much of a difference. Well, it, yeah, it I, it doesn't make much of a difference for the catalog in a sense, but I, but for people listening, they want to give them a season, and 
we ended we were their season one finale, so I can't hate them for it. No, definitely can't hate them. Um, Heather and her show has seasonal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing with seasons, typically you have seasons when you pre-record, which is wild how we we kind of do these shows. I mean, we we record 30 minutes prior to letting them go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So you, you get the most raw, unedited, authentic self where like if we absolutely – accidentally say some bad word or some bad statement we air this it, motherfucker we air it maybe we're not promoting it too much we don't promote it all if that's <laughs> the case but we certainly air it um it, it's funny how that works uh but <laughs> you normally go seasonal when you are very structured and uh, yeah a, for sure it's a risk to losing uh potential audiences to me at least why because you can't pivot from ideas? In, no, in, typically people when you when you pre-record, like if we recorded our shows two months ago and we're leasing and we're leaking them now, the one, the timing could always seem slightly off depending on what you're discussing. And For two, sure. there's typically a couple of months gaps before seasons. It's like, well, your audience wants to hear from you. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And if that's the sense, you're planning the next season. You're planning the the next visuals. Correct. Where, I mean, at least in my strategy, it's always like put out, put out, put out. There's never not enough for you to put out. There's not, it's, there's not many people consuming waiting on your, your pre-saves. So it's just put out, put out, put out. I mean, I almost want to create an OnlyFans, to be honest. Yeah. And what, uh, what skill or show would we be putting on? Uh, I'd just get high in front of the camera on on OnlyFans and just mm. just puff away, and uh, I guess create a high high community over there, four twenty or something. There's a there's a DJ who has that on YouTube. He sits in his booth, he just sparks up a fat blunt, and he just talks about current events in the hip hop culture. And bro, that that's what it is. That's authentic. People would just vibe with you. They'd just be chilling. It I mean, makes you want to smoke a blunt, though. So if you're watching this at 10 in the morning, it could be a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a valid point, but you could also put the content that we have outside of live recording Yeah, on OnlyFans, charge it. Um, <laughs> I don't think OnlyFans is going to be a bunch of boobies and booties. Not forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see that platform taking off. It just has to lose the sexual stigma. And when it does... Mm-hmm. Uh, it sure will be interesting. Might as well be on there. I mean, I'm sure you'll shake a booty for a couple of dollars. Nah, I wouldn't say no. I also, if I got those dollars, I wouldn't give them back. Like I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say for the audience who are listening, let me tell you something. We went on vacation with a buddy of ours and we were throwing a couple of dollars on some bootay. So our boy busted down. Our boy busted down. He was doing dance moves. You needed to give him a pole. I was getting ready to tip him, but I realized (laughs) there's no point in doing that. So (laughs) the girls tipped him. I was like, man, that is the greatest. What a moment. That's Achievement. Well, what's the word? Fucking souvenir. That's the greatest Uh, souvenir you can get. (laughs) We were in a different country and a girl gave you money for your dancing. And he gave the girl the money back. 
I mean, maybe he was just trying to be a good guy. He knows the girl's out working for that money. We paid him enough for him to keep that dollar of <laughs> foreign currency. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Certainly, if he still had it, we'd probably hit him up after this episode and talk about it. But he don't have it. Yeah. Well, if you listed, Jay, you let us down. Um, <laughs> so a couple of months ago, we had a show, Four Vices, right? Yes, sir. Could you name the Four Vices? Drugs, gambling, uh, prostitution, and was it four? I thought it was three. It was four. Oh, the fourth one now slips me. Well, alcohol. But uh, Oh, drugs and alcohol. So we had this show not too long ago. It is currently April 26th. All four of them, to some extent, are now legal in the state of New York. We made it, my friend. We made it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how it came to be. I don't know how it came to be. When we did the show two months ago, they were pretty much all illegal except alcohol. Now, April 26th. It uh, is only prostitution, folks. That is illegal. Prostitution is now kind of legal to criminalize i guess you didn't do your homework last wednesday it announced all charges are decriminalized uh and in 10 years new york may have a red light district who knows that is very surprising and no what homework am i doing it's just interesting that you know that i mean i'm on yahoo.com that's why i get all my latest news and updates and uh Mm. that article popped up i also had a buddy give me a call do articles pop up Due Based to, on search history, due to interest, <laughs> I don't know what you're alluding to, but if you're gonna call me, <laughs> just know that I'm rubber and you're glue. Anything you say off me bounces off me and sticks on you. <laughs> if, if you say so. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Is this a good thing or a bad thing for New York? To be honest, I'm not fond of it, only because. I was actually in a way, and I said the last episode, I'm kind of pro prostitution for a few. Reasons. I was just going to say that, yeah. But the the like, I don't want not New my York. state, not my state. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just don't want to leave for that. We're conservative. <laughs> we're, <laughs> like, like I don't know if I want to go to Times Square and see like naked women like in a in a box dance. Well, a portion of New York certainly is conservative. Yeah, so I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but at the same time, if it's going to alleviate some problems that are significant problems, such as sex trafficking, uh, then, then yeah, I would imagine. So be it. I think that's fine. Yeah. I mean, this is completely new. I mean, we grew up with weed illegal. We grew up with gambling in New York was illegal. We grew up with prostitution is illegal in New York. Yeah. Now. Now, we'll see in about two kids. years, you may be able to put a bet on the Knicks game, go buy a blowjob, and have to go buy a joint and walk home. Legally, because you probably could do that now. Pretty fascinating. Pretty <laughs> fascinating. Well, wait, you can't. You, you could do that. <laughs> you can't do that now. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Just not, I guess, worry about it. Oh, man. But. Here we are. Understand your EQ. 
your self-awareness and keep in mind laws and things change and we are here building and we hope you're building as well i'm out but you are now rocking with the best peace